Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bandwagon Nerds is taped in front of a live studio audience. Again, fellow basement dwellers, this is your good friend Patrick O'Dowd welcoming you in to another edition of Bandwagon Nerds. Bandwagon Nerds is a part of the Chairshot Radio Network here on thechairshot.com, where we kindly remind you to always use your head. Thechairshot.com, always use your head. And I'm going to start off today, today, tonight, today, whenever you listen to the show. Uh, by acknowledging my voice is a little more hoarse and raspy than usual. I'm not sure what's wrong. I might be a little under the weather. We'll see what's up. I'm going to do the best that I can, though. Persevere, because we have a full bandwagon back again. Last week, we had a lot of fun talking San Diego Comic-Con. All the big news that came out of the panels from Hall H. In particular, our disappointment in Warner Brothers. Go back and listen to that episode. We talked a lot of great stuff. A lot of important stuff. However, we are back for part two this week with a loaded bandwagon again. That's right. We got six bandwagoners in the house to do our second part of our villain draft. Uh, I'm going to go around and do the introductions and get rolling. Congratulations, though, first. We'll introduce this guy first since he won the Cosmic Villain Draft. So congratulations to the violent gentleman himself. Mr. Aesop Mitchell, who I also think won the group of death round of the villain draft. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I think you, you had the hardest path to victory as it was. Bullshit on that. I call well, you're not being introduced right now, sir. <laughs> Aesop, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I will give you my cash app info and uh, I'll take my winnings any way I can. They're just this. They didn't, they didn't like it. They either knocked me out uh, of this. As a, but what else? I, what, Just what wait. Else? I have more shenanigans planned for today that I know. You, you've already you've already so warned. You're, you're looking at you're looking to start a fight. Um, but this is a pat tatership, so we'll see how far that goes for you. 
All right, making my way around, we'll go to the man who has been here since day one and attended more episodes of Bandwagon Nerds than any other member of the bandwagon, including myself, the lawyer, Mr. David Ungar. How are you, my friend? Pretty good. I, I will uh, second Christopher's motion that uh, bullshit on your group of death statement for the uh, cosmic villains. But other than that... Send, didn't I, send didn't your I hate win with tweet. like 73% of the votes in that first one? No, thing? you did not. It was actually closer than that. But you can just keep telling yourself that. Remember to send your hate tweets along, to I will have, at It's Me DPP. At, so. That's a good call. There you go. Uh, we'll just keep making our way around to the third member of the group of death. He finished last in the group of death. Uh, and that's, uh, that's Mr. Saturday Night himself, Mr. PC Tunney. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. That's a that's a banger of an intro from Mr. PC Tunney. Well done. All right. So the I'm man. Not, I'm not who, trying to accru- accrue your wrath today. I see you're in a special kind of mood there, getting on these knuckleheads early. I, I am. I am a little stressed out. I will own that. I've been under a lot of pressure at the office lately, so I will. I will own that there's some feelings. Um, and, and right now we're going to rotate to one of my favorite guys to mute on the program when he's here, Mr. Christopher Platt, the voice of Chair Shot Radio. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Happy to be back here. A uh, couple things. Uh, number one, uh, the news just broke before we started whoa, 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 to record. Whoa, don't jump. We're going to talk about that in a sec. Hold up. Okay. Hold up. Okay, cool. So my, my second point was, why is Tunny Mr. Saturday Night? Is that because he's the only one that doesn't have kids, so he actually has an opportunity to have a Saturday night? It, it is. It, is, it does one. actually come. It does actually come from somewhere. It comes <laughs> from the fact that our five by five episodes that we record are always Saturday Night Live five by five. So I named him Mister Saturday Night because of the five by five. I'm so there's a reason. He actually, gets to have a Saturday night that's filled well, that could be possibly filled with debauchery. And it's not a whole lot of debauchery going on at 725 down Ripple Road. Do we need, do we, do we need to bring do we need to bring Amber back into the, the broadcast room and tell her that you're really, really sad that you don't get to go around and I don't know, do what fuck all with whoever? Like, I mean, we can do that. Why? She grown, I'm grown, man. It's okay for grown people to have difference of opinions, Mr. O'Dowd. <laughs> all right. I, I'm just saying, you know, you're a father now. Uh, oh man, scary. Responsibilities, bro. Scary All right, and and rounding, round, rounding, rounding, rounding out, rounding out the bandwagon today is our good friend, the Reverend himself, Mr. Ray Cash. Mr. Tunney. Mr. Tunney doesn't want to, you know, bring forward your wrath, but. I already naturally did it just by being alive. So I'll make it three for three along with Mr. Platt and Mr. Ungar. That was not no group of death. No. Look at our numbers. No. For the record. They, see, Dave, this is what they did, man. They put the two strongest teams, i.e. yours and mine, together so they could knock one of us off, man. That's what whoa, they did. Whoa, that should have been the final round. Dave and I should have been the final me. round. Let's keep it a buck and a half, man. How come I, how come I beat that strong team, though, is the, is that's all I'm saying. I want to know how it got ignored, and I brought it up. What? <laughs> Ray, right. Ray had a good comeback. Gentlemen, Ray had a good comeback. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. I, that was the best, though. The best was we we were stuck in a tie, and we're like, 
people go vote in this poll because nobody's voting in this poll because all 27 of our listeners like voted right away. And suddenly Ray starts making a huge comeback and starts like people did not follow the model. Uh, they did what we asked them to do. And so that's good on them. We do have a loaded bandwagon today. We are going to talk about uh, the second episode of season three of Umbrella Academy. We are going to then, of course, after the commercial break, jump into our Earthbound villain draft. And apparently, Ace is going to stir some shit on the best. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, a little sports as all time basketball great Celtic. 11-time NBA champion Bill Russell passed away at the age of, I think I said 86? 88. Uh, 88. Uh, before Michael Jordan was considered the greatest basketball player of all time, before, um, you know, the, when the argument used to be, it used to be Michael or LeBron. Before it was Michael or LeBron, it was Russell or Will. And there, there's arguments to be had for both. But winning is, winning, winning is man in basketball. Uh, was part of those great Celtic dynasty dynasties from well before any of us were born. Just an absolute icon and legend in not only sports but in our um, in our world. Uh, civil rights. He was a very strong um, activist in that uh, in that regard as well. And uh, just yeah, minutes ago, as we record this at two twelve uh, on Sunday the thirty first, we learned about the passing of Bill Russell, and so. We, we won't spend a, an inordinate amount of time talking about this, but uh, just some you know early reactions. And uh, we'll go with Platt. We'll start with you because uh, you brought it up um, as we were doing introductions. So I feel like it's only fair to, to give you first word on the passing of Bill Russell. You know, guys, I think the word legend gets thrown around way too loosey-goosey nowadays. I, that's just the era that we live in. But to be fair and honest, I don't even think the term legend does this man justice. I, I really don't. I mean, you talk about the all-time winningest player in basketball. I dare say he's the all-time winningest player in any team sport, point blank, period. And not only did he do it as a player, he also did it as a player coach, which let's see somebody try to pull that shit off today. I know LeBron is trying. I mean, technically, I guess LeBron has succeeded. But um, – <laughs> Just a, a a legendary basketball player, but more than that, man, just a, a legendary man. Can you imagine you're winning all these titles in racist-ass Boston, and then you come home and people have literally defecated and smeared that said defecation on your walls just because you're with a white woman and they don't like that type of shit in Boston? Uh, you know, they don't like that type of shit in a lot of places, but R.I.P., man. And it, it was a life well-lived, and he will live on. He will live on. Absolutely. Uh, Aesop, passing of Bill Russell. Yeah, Bill Russell did so much for the NBA, and I think he gets an un, uh, unfair view of himself because, you know, it, everyone talks about how, oh, well, you know, that dude was playing against, you know, five foot 11 plumbers and, you know, stuff like that. Well, man, who gives a shit? That guy's a. Uh, <laughs> I guess bigger than a legend. And I, I don't know the word that, you know, to, to use with that, you know, going off of what Chris Platt was saying, but that guy, uh, that guy as a humanitarian, as an athlete, as a coach, as uh, you know, an executive and all that stuff, 
was pretty much just successful everywhere that he went. And it, it, it sucks to hear, you know, someone of that caliber, you know, leaves this earth. Well said PC Tunney. One of the greatest rebounders, one of the greatest defenders of all time in the NBA, the winningest individual in professional sports history, period. And as great as that makes him as a player, he was even better uh, just a man, being a man and, and doing what was right and setting a great example. Um, even even lately in the last decade or so to the younger players that you know knew that there's something to strive for to become as great and as wonderful a human being as Bill Russell was. So he will be missed. Mr. Ray Cash. Um, if there's anything wrestling parlance has taught me, Sop, you said that what's higher or bigger than a legend, wrestling has taught me that the term is called an icon. And I believe Bill Russell is an icon in all of sports and all of in all of human history. Um I want to touch on one quick thing because you guys have all kind of touched on his basketball excellence, um, his humanitarian excellence, being one of the leading uh, civil rights magnates at that time. Some would argue the greatest coach of all time. To draft him, to put him in Boston, to trust him with that team, and to trust him enough to say you're going to be the coach now while you're still playing. I'm not trying to give credit to Red. The credit I'm trying to give is to Bill, because how many times have we seen players not be good coaches? And the fact that this man was coaching while he was still actively playing lets you know the level of not only talent, but integrity. Because he could just say, screw it, I'm playing 45 minutes a game. The man's 11 out of 13. Think about that. 11 out of 13. There will never be another, ever, in any sport. And bring us home, Dave, your thoughts on the passing of Bill Russell. Yeah, I think everything everybody else has said is accurate. Legend, icon, um, you know, when you look at each each of the major four team sports has, uh, you know, a team you associate with a dynasty. For instance, the Packers, the Yankees, the Canadians, the Celtics. Uh, but out of all those destinies, Boston's the only one that won eight in a row. I mean, eight championships in a row is absolutely unheard of and there's zero chance i I mean i i would bet anything that there's zero chance that any of us will see anything like that in our lifetime again so uh and bill russell was at the center of that 11 and 1 in nba finals that's ridiculous you know tom brady's got nothing on him and he and talking about boston icons but yeah it's sad uh you know he was he's so much more than just a basketball player Uh, always loved listening to interviews gaining knowledge from him yeah, eighty-eight. That's that's still pretty good. Pretty good life. I mean, certainly, he's going to be remembered forever. So, yeah, rest in rest in peace, Bill. Right. And to take this a little bit further, um, one of the other stats that you can see right now is in thirty elimination games at the college, pro, and Olympic levels, Russell was twenty-eight and two. Damn, twenty-eight and two. Damn. So, and for and for a generation of reporters. Uh, you just like you see this argument all the time about who the greatest of all time is. And I actually don't believe in, in greatest of all time arguments because I think it's very much emblematic of an era, though I would argue that Bill Russell probably could have played in any era of basketball that he Definitely. wanted to. Same thing with Will Chamberlain. Like I, there's just, there's no denying talent, but because baseball, basketball, football, 
and games change and alter the way that games are played. To me, it's really tough to have an argument of the greatest of all time. But for a generation, I would argue that Bill Russell is easily one of the greatest of his generation, if not the greatest of his generation. And most wouldn't argue that. So raise a glass and happy trails, Mr. Bill Russell. Rest easy, King, in your transition. Now, there's no easy way to transition, sorry to use your parlance there, Christopher, into where we're going to go with the rest of the show. Um, But we are going to jump into Umbrella Academy, episode two of season three. Uh, We got six men on the panel. Let's do a quick show of hands. I know Ray Cash is up on the entire series. Dave and Tony have watched the series. I know Aesop has not. Mr. Platt, have you watched Umbrella Academy at all? What do you think? What do you think, Patrick? No, but I was at least giving you the benefit of the doubt to answer. You didn't have to give me this little smirk, smug, like sad face. Like, yeah, you didn't okay. have to bury me on air either, but yet here we are. Chris, well, that's kind of my the, job. Chris, yeah, the teacher went out last night and had a few drinks and is hungover. You got to be nicer <laughs> to the teacher today. Yeah, because that's, I mean, me. I mean, that's the what teacher, I do. The teacher don't care. The teacher's fine. Come on, Chris. Yeah, we'll go wait in the other room together. Uh, okay, cool, man. I'm going to go take a smoke. <laughs> you, you absolutely can go take a smoke. I don't know how long we're going to talk about this episode because it, it very much was sort of centered around a couple of uh, of just sort of primary incidents. Uh, the first being the kidnapping of Luther Hargreaves by the Sparrow Academy. When we leave off episode one, the leader of the Sparrow, Sparrow Academy, I've already forgot his name. Take your drinks, everyone. Marcus. Marcus has disappeared and the Sparrow Academy, after having this battle with the Umbrella Academy in the first episode, naturally believes that the Umbrella Academy has kidnapped Marcus. So they kind of do a tit for tat and kidnap Luther while he's out on a jog in what is kind of a comical little thing. Like he's out getting his his workout on and these ravens until the cube shows up. And he gets taken in by the Sparrow Academy where they start grilling him about what they've done or what what they, what they think the Umbrella Academy has done with their number one. And you get a you get another kind of we're already seeing that the the Sparrow Academy, which comes off as this unified front in the very opening of the episode, is it, is it really that the tight knit team of heroes that you'd expect them to be. And, you know, we see a little bit of a further development between Luther and um, I'm going to forget Sloan. Is that her name? Sloan is the number five for, for the Sparrow Academy. They, they, they have their, their big moment. They, you know, and at the end of the episode, you know, they kiss and float in the air with her, her power or whatever, but not all is well in the Sparrow Academy. And you see a lot more of that in this episode as Luther is kidnapped. We'll start with uh, Tony this time. Thoughts on the episode, episode two. Uh, I think you missed the biggest part of the episode. No, not really. I haven't talked about the other part. Talk about the first half. We still have the biggest ball of twine. So you don't want me to talk about anything you didn't talk about there? No, you can talk about anything. Go for it. I think the biggest thing was this Vanya is now Victor. And the fact that that, Ellen Page is Ellen Page is actually Elliot Page now. So it's it's really art imitating life and I thought it was really cool actually to see that. And um 
for him to get a chance to on screen talk to to his sister about it and someone that they could confide in you know so it's just really interesting because that can't that's got to be one of the most difficult things ever if you feel a certain way and you're just not born that way and you got to make a change i would imagine the hardest thing is first accepting it yourself but then telling it to others right i mean and just for that family to come together for that moment that felt really special to me so um but yeah i hope luther gorilla bangs the shit out of the other one from the sparrow academy those two should be going wild man uh very after such a nice like tasteful discussion of how they handled did you forget who was speaking you forgot pc tony was talking it's like it's like he did so well, and then you're like, and then I hope these two fucking bang like rabbits. Let's go. I, I think Ray Ray hit on this. You hit on this last week uh, when you talked about it. I think the best thing about their handling of Elliot Page's transition is the non-issue they really made it in the episode, and yep. not not overselling Agreed. this moment as 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 a thing. And, you know, that the family is very supportive of her when uh, of him when he comes out uh, and shows them who he is. And then, yeah, they, they have that heart to heart talk um, with uh, between uh, them, uh, between uh, Victor and Allison yep. um, to just kind of establish that was was very well done. And, and I think honestly, by not making it a big deal, it makes it, you know, it it, it that's the definition of acceptance. It normalizes it. Right. I, that was the best part about it. I, I loved it. It was very touching to me. Um, and I know Elliot act, acted this masterfully because I'm sure Elliot had to do this in his real life. But when he comes to the table where Klaus, Diego, five and five are sitting and looks at them and you could see like his shoulders are slumped and his head is down and he's nervous and uh you know they looked at him like what happened to your hair and, and he was like well i'm 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 victor now and he was like do you have anybody got a problem with that and everybody's like no we all good with it so anyway what was going on this and you could see the shoulders kind of lift and his head lift and like oh i'm free of this burden i've been holding beautiful two minutes i don't know if you're ready to go to me yet you can go ahead keep going go for okay it. i uh want to touch on this real fast and then i'll then get to the other things number one I love the the uh, um, the sparrows' powers because the fight with uh, my boy Alfonso and Jamie in the uh, supermarket, yeah. super fun fight. Uh, but the sparrows are essentially what the umbrellas would have been before Ben died. A strong unit. Ben dying is what fractured them as superheroes. Let make them all go on to do their own things. But that also had kind of, in a way, made them come back together. The, the sparrows never had that. Um, two quick, two things real fast. Allison finding out that Claire doesn't exist, and like going into rage, Allison. That's interesting for her because she's always kind of been the, the I don't say the glue, but like the 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 conscience of the team. That and two, I will to, until the end of the, of time. The best person on this show is Klaus. And him finding out that his mama is an Amish lady, fantastic stuff. 
Well, and, and that leads to the other big revelation of this episode, right? Is that they were never born, is what is what it appears. Eliminated from uh, the timeline, yeah. Right, like that they, they have been erased and that it seems like it's targeted. So that um, certainly is going to play out over the next few episodes. Dave, your thoughts on, on episode two here of, of Umbrella Academy? Well, I think, yeah, like, like you guys said, the, the Vanya to Victor uh, transformation was done really, really well, where they acknowledged it and then they kind of accept it and they move on, which if only it was that easy in real life, right? And I'm sure, you know, uh, they were thinking the same thing. But I think, yeah, the, the, the issue with the Sparrows and, and, and the stuff with Sloan and, and, and Luther is, is really fun to watch. And you can tell Sloan is definitely kind of the outlier of the group. Um, acknowledging that she thinks what Luther did on the moon is really cool. So I like seeing those two get together, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the thing I'm wondering is like, Lila's got some interesting powers. Like she mimics one of the sparrows powers to control a Raven to get a, the briefcase that Vanya or not, excuse me, Victor and Allison were waiting to have delivered to them by Marcus, which never happens. But Lila gets it, and now right. she's got so she's got the ability to mimic some of the sparrows' powers, apparently. And yeah, the this time paradox where they are in a timeline where uh, Victor was looking at, at a, a what the some sort of almanac that talks about how they were the Kennedy Six or something like that, um, and and mm-hmm. various mm-hmm. sorts of like they all end up. It, it, so that's interesting. Is like they were, weren't born, but then there's proof of them in these in these reference materials and they all get incarcerated or something so i don't know what's going on but clearly five has it mapped out on the side of the car in einsteinian formulas so something something's going on there and uh well and and you've still got the problem of this thing in the basement of the uh of the academy Sending waves out and causing people to disappear. Yeah, causing the Thanos snap. Selective elimination of certain things that that is it's it's random elimination almost. It seemed like it was eating, didn't it? Yes, I mean, like I would say that's an interesting way to describe it. Lobsters. I would say that's a (laughs) cows. cows, Dogs. It was Marcus. Well, it knows right. It knows exactly what it what it wants. You know, because it didn't take five. And and Dave. So you, you mentioned um, the Kennedy Six. The kids weren't killed. The mothers were killed before they could have the kids. Right. But they're still there. It's their their pictures are documented in material in this alternate timeline where they're not supposed to exist. So there's multiple paradoxes going on. It seems right. Well, remember that so, you talked about the grandfather paradox. Yes. Yep. And so I, you know, this is this is there's still a lot to unravel as these as this continues to move forward, uh, and. I think we're going to, I'm just reading the synopsis of, of episode three right now. The title of the episode is pocket full of lightning. And it looks like we're going to continue to be dealing with this people disappearing problem. Lila and five says, and this are going to reluctantly team up to solve their time travel problem. And and Klaus exploring his patron or, you know, his father is, is going to be the center of this episode. I will say back one last thought on the on the Victor and the revelation thing and the willingness of the family to accept him. That that family, there's just no way they weren't. You know what I mean? Like there that family is all about all about that. 
out as, as he thinks he should be. So excellent, excellent job. We'll continue our breakdown of Umbrella Academy next week uh, as we move forward into another, into our show. I do want to talk about one last thing. We'll bring Christopher Platt and Aesop Mitchell back into this. This is a little bit of Marvel news that, uh, that I've seen as Kevin Feige gave an interview. And so before we get into the draft, uh, after our first commercial break, I want to talk about this because I don't think this is necessarily surprising news, but I think it's important news. And that is that Feige talked about that future Avengers projects in the MCU are going to be the end of phases. And I don't know if I necessarily find that surprising, but to me, it makes a ton of sense. Aesop, welcoming you back into the program. Your thoughts on Feige's Feige's statement about Avengers films and where they're going to fit in the MCU timeline. Absolutely. Make these things a little bit more special, uh, bringing bringing in all the characters together rather than Dropping it halfway through a phase? No, 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 no. Let it be the culmination right at the end. You have so many different team-up opportunities, you know, for maybe end of, uh, you know, like in the middles, you know, something like, you know, Thunderbolts or uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Midnight Suns. Like, you know, if you want to do something like that, throw that in there. But Avengers, let it be the end of phase. Yes. uh, Platt, what do you think about this? Foggy gave an interview, said Avengers movies are the capstones. I agree. And I think that should be what it is. And I mean, he's also talked about how the the movies leading up to the next Avengers, it's all about these heroes. What did he say? Like in peril or like discovering themselves or some shit. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. But no, I, I totally agree. Honestly, I'm just waiting until we get the X-Men because that's going to be the game changer right there. Nice. Ray, what I'm does it mean with- to be... Oh, I actually had a question for you. Sorry, no, yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, I jumped up. What does it mean to be an Avenger in the MCU anymore, then? Um, it's the highest level of honor. They have, there's, everybody has their own groups or team-ups or, or partnerships, and it's almost like being in AAA or AA or single-A or something of that sort and getting called to the majors. Because, I mean, for the most part, for the most part, there are situations like the Guardians, whatever. But for the most part, the Avengers are the only ones handling like world ending or universe ending threats. Everybody else is just kind of messing with the, you know, the Wakandans are just kind of fucking with Wakanda, right? You know, and such and such is kind of just fucking with that, right? But the Avengers is like the top tier. So it makes perfect sense. Also, we're not we're not explaining the MCU anymore. So Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron were no different than, say, Civil War or No Way Home. They were just part of the story. Whereas now we have so many team up, so many groups, stop mentioned teams that ain't even happened yet. Midnight Suns, Young Avengers, Thunderbolts. Now it doesn't make any sense for us to have to just force Avengers to come together. Something's got... After Thanos killed the world and then they brought him brought everybody back, you can't just bring these dudes back together for like the cat in the tree. Like you can't just call nine one one, dog. You, something got to be important. It does. <laughs> can, it can does, you, it does. You, could you imagine that though? Like, oh my god, little girl. Oh my god, my cat's stuck in the tree. I'm surprised they haven't made a joke like that in one of these films. That seems so um, accurate. 
It, it would make a lot of sense. Dave, I'm going to turn this next question to you. Who Who's in charge of the Avengers? Who is the unifying force? Because feels like Wong, but I'm trying to figure out how Wong became the guy. Sorcerer well, Supreme Wong, by the way, so correct yourself. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's... Yeah, I think it's it's a little bit early to declare who's in charge. I think ultimately it'll be Sam because um, Captain America is going to rally the troops and get everybody together. I think, you know, like like Ray says, I think I think this is a, the evolution of the MCU, whereas for the first phase you had to get it was everything was going to center around the Avengers and how they got together. And you had to establish that to do Infinity War. Now we're in we're in different era where now you've got the remnants of what was the Avengers with two of the most critical, well, three of the most critical members who um, aren't there anymore. Are we still recording? Did you lose me or? I think I lost you. You're good now. So go ahead and like recap your last 10 seconds. Uh, Oh no, I I was just saying how I think, you know, it's just, it's just different. Now you've got all these different groups are trying to reestablish, you know, you've got three of the most important Avengers are no longer there. You know, Tony's dead cap, you know, is old or you know we assume he's still alive possibly black widow nat's dead um so you know this is all about re you know refilling the 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 dam so to speak and trying to get new people in place and so yeah i think at that point that this this phase is all about how do we get to the point where because i think if you're going to name somebody avengers now you're going to throw that Avengers title on them now? That's that's a much bigger deal. Sorry, Just thank you great, for great they don't have water Dave, or Dave, Wi-Fi. Dave, how do we get what? How do we get what, Dave? You cut out, right? And how do we get... Hold on. So I know audio issues notwithstanding. What I was saying is that I think this phase is all about... If, if you're going to call yourself the Avengers now in this phase, it's got to mean... A really big deal like you guys have all been saying and so this is all about how do we get to the point where we put together this group that's worthy of carrying the avengers mantle and so that ties into what feige's saying when when we do these things these are going to be big end phase events and i i'm 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 here for it i think that makes a lot of sense excellent uh final thoughts pc tony uh you i don't think you got a chance to weigh in here so <laughs> I, I still think it's going to be strange. I still think yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is the guy. And I think he's, he's going to go out on it too. Right. Like he's, it's going to, that's going to be it. Like it, he, he, I think he deserves what Robert Downey Jr. Got as an actor, because I think he has been that important uh, to me. So, but in general, who's in charge is, is Kevin Feige. So <laughs> that is, that is absolutely true. Okay. Definitely felt like we needed to talk about that little news bit uh, before we moved into the draft portion of this show. We are going to take our first commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to watch Aesop Mitchell stir the pot, piss some people off. We're going to argue over who gets first pick and all that. We're going to make those decisions as Villain Draft Part 2, our Earthbound Villains, coming up. You are listening to Bandwagon Nerds on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, Podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right, welcome back, everyone. It is time for part two of the annual Bandwagon Nerds Fantasy Draft. We are, of course, continuing our villain draft. I think this week's draft will have many more familiar names for people Names that maybe are more coveted amongst the bandwagoners. We did maybe Cosmic Villains. Pick shamed by Aesop this week. No, you will. You uh, will. It's okay. Somebody's getting just, picked. Just wait. Just wait. So I'm I'm excited for this one. I, I'm a little nervous that Aesop's gearing up to fight. Um, there's been some questions leading into this draft about who's actually eligible. DC Tony had, had put it out there. All I'm going to say, fellas, is that when these questions come up, we're going to be a complete democracy. We're going to hash it out and vote it out, and the majority rules. So I I know that I say this is a patatorship. It's not really. It's it's a bandwagonocracy. Bullshit. Excuse me. Pardon me. I had a little. Wow. Little, uh, pardon God me. Bless All right. God bless you. God bless you, Chris. Thank, thank, All right, so Reverend. for those of you that may have forgotten, uh, we do this draft, fantasy draft style, snake style draft. We are about to, I'm about to share my screen with the fellas so they can see all of our names in random.org. Uh, and that way there's no question. Um, 
as to any shenanigans on my part because I, I don't I don't want that. I don't want fellas to think that they're shenanigans. So the question to you all is can you see the random.org screen in front of you? Indeed. Yes, sir. Dun, 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 all right. So this is the second uh, second week of the draft where Christopher Platt has added the soundbite. Um, welcome to adding the soundbite. He is, I'm going to add you to FUBAR. Okay. As you can see, the names are in here. Dave will not insert a drum roll in post-production. Maybe he will. I don't know. But I am randomizing in three, two. Oh, and top, top is the number one pick. Top of the list is number one. So three, two, one, randomize. And this week, Dave gets the number one pick in the draft. Hold on, I got to write this down, Dave. Followed by Christopher Platt. Followed by Mr. PC Tunney. And Ray, didn't you get the fourth pick? In the last draft, too? I did. Like, I, it is what it is. I don't know what to do. This is, this is almost a mirror of last uh, the Like, last literally. Draft. In the opposite direction. Yeah. No, we basically. Ray and PC stayed past. Myself and, and uh, Ray switched groups. That's all that happened. Dave was Myself? six last time. Aesop was one. Now Dave is one. Aesop is six. Platt was, Platt was five, five last time as well. I was no, two I thought, and Platt was five. I think I was yeah. three last time, wasn't I? You, yeah, you, you yeah, were. Tony, me and you haven't changed. You, Ray, uh, Ray and Tony did no, not. No, we make. haven't, Ray. We're still the Y'all same beautiful people we've always been. Y'all right are the there constants. in the middle of yeah, that. Science. That, just, that just means that your season was delightfully mediocre and you were right in the middle of the draft. Not, not bad enough to get the first pick. Not good enough to get Listen, the last pick. Already, already down on myself from golf today, brother. Oh. No, you're like the St. Louis Cardinals of villain drafting. That's, that's I, what you are. Now, now I got. Now I'm really upset. You're you're good enough to be four games over 500 and maybe make the playoffs, I'll be um, the but not so good that you. you're a threat to everyone. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But here's the thing: is Dave, like who had to wait through. Yeah, Dave, who had to wait through five picks last time, you get to go first this week. Um, and can pick Galactus <laughs> right away. So, uh, so congratulations. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So if the, I the, pick the... Galactus, I think that would trigger Aesop right there. So I will not do right. that. So that is the thing is these are earthbound villains. So you do have to keep in mind we went cosmic last time, and now those are people who whose basic con- you know basic concern. Is not just dominating dominating Earth or taking over the world. It is absolutely like ruling the multiverse, the cosmos, and taking everything by force. I think there is an argument to be made for maybe two picks out of the cosmic draft that could be in the Earthbound draft. Aesop is going to fight that tooth and nail. Tunny already yeah. asked the question. You're going to vote so, your shit down, bitch. It's fine. Who says I'm even going to pick those names? I, I was just so, I was talking about Aesop. Anyway. I, well, I'm not picking them. Sorry. We're, we're going to hand the draft over with his first pick to Mr. David Ungar. And I, I'm, I'm almost pinning it in, in the ink. But why don't you make that first pick, Surpri- Mr. Yeah. David? Sur- surprising absolutely nobody. The Joker is the number one pick in this draft. <sighs> The Joker goes number one. Remember, after the third round, we will take a commercial break. So off the board, 
That moves it over to Christopher Platt with your first pick. Joker was the number one pick on my draft board as well. Uh, he's the most iconic villain in comic book history, period. Like, the Joker is so iconic. His lady got a three-movie spinoff franchise. You know what I mean? That's how iconic <laughs> Joker is, right? He's so iconic they had to develop a lady for him in the animated <laughs> series. He's so <laughs> iconic that she can't even have a relationship with Poison Ivy right now without a bunch of marks bitching about it and wanting Joker to become her man again. <laughs> Which, by the way, Harley Quinn premiered on HBO Max on the 28th and is a show you all should be watching. Yes. Thank you. So right. my number two, this is the number two guy that I had on my draft board. I'm taking a bit of a risk here because I've got some other guys that I'm hoping going to be there and gals rather later in the draft. But um, I'm going Magneto. Magneto. Excellent. Excellent choice. DC Tunney. Do you incur Aesop's wrath and pick a controversial pick? No, I'm going to go <laughs> with some money, power, intelligence, and, uh, you know, someone that's going to take control of this squad right here. And Lex Luthor will be my number one pick. A lot different than the anti-monitor. That is true. The total, much, much wait, the total pack- he, can, he can pronounce the total package name. is your number one pick? <laughs> I, didn't, hey. I, didn't take the, I didn't take the anti-monitor. He can't even walk anymore, man. What are you doing with yourself, Tony? <laughs> I'm just winning this draft. That's all I'm doing. Don't worry about it. You sit, doing. sit, sit, sit there and relax. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, Ray Cash is going to try to do something with it with his fourth pick. Who are you going with, my friend? I am, and I, this may be a bit of a surprise to some of you, but I'm going to go a little outside of the box, and I'm going to go with Ultron. Ultron, okay. We're, Actually, okay. uh, I don't know if I'd okay. say that's outside of the box. I think um, he's one of I, the ones that I would argue could be either or. Yeah, I didn't know uh, if he was eligible for this draft. You can, Great oh, you can call. You can call for Great a vote. If you want, Chris? No, Chris. no, no. I'm not. I'm not a hater. No, I'm not a hater. If you think if you think he shouldn't be on the draft, it's not hating. It's, it's what it is. No, but no, no. I I can't think of any story that's really in the comics that wasn't him just trying to destroy Earth. That's fair. That's, That's fair. What's that remake? More yeah. specifically, humans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's yeah, so that, yeah, that's why I'm not going to argue. So here's where I'm going to surprise everybody. Is some of y'all think you know who I'm going to pick. Um, this isn't a surprise, but it's not the first pick that, that you're all expecting me to do as a first pick. I am going to go with my favorite crime boss in all of comic book universes. Uh, there you go. Rival... Uh, introduced in Spider-Man, most known for his uh, battling with Daredevil. I'm going with the Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, who I think is going to be huge in the MCU in coming years. Excellent pick. I was hoping I might be able to snake him right at the end, but good no, pick. no Kingpin for you. Thank you, sir. I think you should uh, make your I- own. You should pick your own controversy here, Aesop. You really should, so you can argue with yourself. I'm just saying. <laughs> We might be here all day then. Aesop's uh, pick is Mole Man. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's a Terrarian uh, villain, so I could take him. Uh, but my first pick, I think, has to be someone that's got power, brains, and everything in between. Give me uh, Norman Osborn. God damn it. I was trying to steal him in the next round. I was trying to steal him in like round three or four, so that's a great pick. 
No, no there, there is no way that that was ever getting that far down. No way. Yeah, it was second round at the worst. As a as a Spider-Man mark, there was just no way that that was going to happen there. So, all right. Then, uh, back coming, back. Yep. coming back, uh, looking as as to what I have here. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? I'm I'm going to stick in the same realm. Yeah, uh, same universe, same everything. Give me Doctor Octopus. God damn it, Asa! Going Sinister Six ish. Good, nice, nice two first two picks, Asa. Well done. Yeah. Right. I love hearing Chris Platt say, "God damn it!" It's awesome. It is. It's, sure it's, it's very, very nice. <laughs> God very damn nice. it! Pissing me off because so, I do yeah, it. Pissing me off. Mark. I'm a Mark. That's what I. So heard. my my second pick, uh, the Kingpin loves geniuses. He loves people that are going to help him achieve power. He needs a genius on his team, but he wants a metahuman genius. Uh, and so he's going to head over to the DC universe, and he is going to pick Eobard Thawne, also known as the Reverse Flash. And there's, DC Tony has the, left There's the, the answer chat. to your question yesterday, Tony, right there. What do you what want? What do you want question? for the? What do you want for the pick? How many picks I got to give you? I'm willing to trade. Let's make it happen. I got to have them. <laughs> <laughs> so reverse you know, flash he, is, uh, is now Juan Soto, two. Pat. He's, He's Juan good, Soto. Right? <laughs> I, I picked the Juan Soto of of the draft. I uh, I love that reaction. P- Here's P- a funny story, Aesop. I liked Otto Octavius so much that I wrote him down as a potential second and third round pick. So twice on my list. Well, well, Aesop, right. Doc Ock was number four on my big board. I'll give that's you my how second. Much I liked him. I'll give you my second, third, and fourth, four, <laughs> Thon, and your fifth and sixth. Oh, my God. <laughs> man, you really want to rock It is I Juan Soto. Him. No, he's my, number one, he's my number two pick, man. I'll, I, I got to keep him. He's mine. All right. Let's think of other obscure Flash-esque villains. So uh, Johnny <laughs> Quick. You could draft Captain Johnny Cole. Quick. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was going with the speed factor. It's an unwritten rule oh, in fantasy drafting that you don't drop names before they are picked. Um, you guys are really bad at that. It's like it's a I very nerdy. Great, great cash. Great cash. Tuddy's gonna drink himself on the bitter bus here for a little bit over over this. So who's your who's your number two pick? Uh so you know you guys are picking geniuses. I might as well pick maybe uh one of the greatest known minds in the history of the DC universe. And I'm going to go with race Al Ghul. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was number five. Raz Al Ghul was number five on my big board. <laughs> I, 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 Keep it up. Tony, pick somebody else that will make that say God damn it. All right. Tony, Tony drafts Modoc. Well, no, Tony's, Tony's trying to re he's trying to rewrite his draft board right now. Like he's trying to figure out what his number two is going to be. <laughs> After losing out on, on reverse flash. This is fun. I like this, guys. I yeah. hate this shit. Why am I here? Why did y'all invite me back? <laughs> did you ask to be on the show? You no, mean, I like, didn't. I... Y'all invited no, yeah, me yeah. here, man. This was an invitation. I didn't bogart my way onto this show, sir. Well, we want you on the well, show. I mean... Since well, I can't if you want that, me on the show, stop uh, making I believe I'm on the clock, picks. by the way. Uh, t- well, welcome to the bandwagon. Um, I even watched the Kevin Costner draft day this morning to prepare. Just have for to go in a different direction. I'm going to go God, with... Uh, I, that happened. Oh, I'm, going with, I'm going to pick Ultraman. Ultraman. All right. 
They think you're talking about that giant fucking robot, Tony. They don't know who you're talking about. I, I know who he's talking about. I know about. who he's talking about, too. Uh, that's I'm just going to go in a pick. different direction. I'm going to go a different direction, though. That's that's part of drafting. you got to shuffle the board, move things around a little bit. I was I was more laughing at, at his delivery of Ultraman. It was very, <laughs> I'm going to draft Ultraman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it's time for you to not say "God damn it" because you get to pick somebody that you want this time. Who you got, my friend? Hey man, y'all took uh, most of the brain, so maybe I need to double up on some brawn here. I need a little muscle in the equation, so I'm gonna go Homelander. God damn it! No. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea to have a crazy, not so Superman on your team. And, you know, we talked about him at length last week as we were surprised he didn't make it on to the Cosmic Hero draft. But uh, we argued that he was always on Earth. We never saw him Cosmic, which is why he didn't get picked. So there's uh, one guy that I, I really wanted to take, but I can't take him because of somebody else that I took. Gotcha. It's just not going to mesh well. They're know? not they're not going to fit. No, I, I can, no. I can, I can appreciate oh. that. <laughs> I just phrase yeah. on it. Yeah, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. How's that going to work? David Ungar. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> it is to you for your second pick in the draft, and already we got a lot of thinking caps. We got people Ooh. scratching their heads, staring at their list. Dave, who are you picking to work with the Joker? Oh, well, I, these two guys working together is a scary thought. And this might it be the one that incurs Aesop's wrath, but I'm going to, you know, hey, I argue for a living, so bring it. Um, Dr. Doom is going to be my God pick. damn it! I'm challenging that hardcore right now. How? Challenging. Uh, please, enlighten, challenging enlighten for, me. First of all, well, there's no reason to challenge. Let's just vote. Let's just vote. There's five of us. Yours is a no. What's Patrick's? Let, let him make his argument. Well, I, I, this I want to hear. Let him make his case. Yeah. First Take of all, your Do- case, sir. Doctor Doom gets much of his powers through cosmic reasons, and eventually becomes a, 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 a an entire cosmic entity taking the Beyonder's power. He is not just a world villain, not a street level villain. This dude is a threat to the entire go- galaxy universe. However, you want to put it, there is no chance I can I can uh, say. I mean- Sit when back. you look under, when when you look, though, I I mean, I don't know that I'm going to vote this way, but I'll I'll throw some help to Aesop's way that when you look at his affiliations with teams, the first thing that comes up is Sorcerer is Supreme. So, there is that. Uh, I don't equate him with the Sorcerer Supreme at all. But no, here's the thing: is is yes, he got his powers from the same way that the Fantastic Four did, but he's based in Latveria, which is on Earth. His main goal is to subjugate everybody and everything, which includes humans earth beings yes he does overtake the beyonder at some point but i he's he's a in every way a hybrid i think you could put him on the cosmic list you can put him on this list he fits in everywhere he is basically the swiss army knife of villains at this point so i yeah i i get what you're saying but i don't think there's enough there to disqualify him from this list and say he's exclusively a cosmic villain well none of them really are but i mean galactus yeah okay you could do that but yeah i I think he fits it, in both places. It, it becomes a little different, though, when you're talking world level, street level stuff. You know what I mean? The, the fact 
like with with uh, a universal entity, a cosmic entity. Yeah, sure, they come down, but they spread themselves around. Uh, Doctor Doom, as a street level villain, is not just that though we know that his abilities have been brought in cosmic uh through cosmic origins his uh powers are of a universal level and he has been I, i mean look at look at what he's going to be potentially for the mcu in that sense in which at that point too he's going to be more than just a threat to earth i mean dr doom is just too big to be a street level villain. See, so, here's, go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. Here, here's my real, my real quick take on it. I have always looked at Doom as an Earth villain because his whole goal is to basically kill Reed Richards and control Earth. But we put him on the cosmic list, and I don't think you can put someone on both. I don't know. I, I think had, Pat, Pat originally said when we did these lists, you could have conceivably Ultron, people on both. Ultron was on Ultron the other Ultron could be on both as well. Was Ultron on the other list? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I picked Chris Adam. Yeah, I didn't remember that. So my bad. So then, if you want me to change that, I will. I didn't remember that. I concede the fact. Just vote. I concede the fact that you guys have made your point. Could be the big bad for the next phase. I I concede that. That that's very true. But I think he starts off as a as a Earth based. Not saying street level, but we're not talking just street level villains. This is Earth based villains. He starts off as that, and then gains power and gets greater ambitions as he goes along. But I don't see exactly. how that disqualifies him from being an earth-based villain. Okay. Pat's going to stir all, the pot right had, now. No, let, let, I got it. I got it. No, you guys have had your talk. Let's move on. Let's get it going here. Let's vote. Let's vote. <laughs> Aesop is a no for sure. Patrick. Oh, Patrick waits till the end. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ray. I was going to say no, but because I snuck with Ultron, I didn't know it. I would be a hypocrite if I said no. So I'll say yes. Chris, I had Dr. Doom number six on my big board, so I have to say yes, because I'd be a hypocrite if I did. I'm going to say no, because I want Patrick to make the decision. (laughs) (laughs) It's good podcasting. There you go. As the guy who voted, who picked him first in the cosmic draft last week Uh and left him off his list because of his reality warping powers. And overwhelming magic. Dave, I'm very sorry. Patrick O'Vowd votes no. Wow. That's the shock of all shocks. Yeah. The death of friendships. It's like the Reed There will be no shoe. There will be no shoe next week, as as Dave as Tony likes to say. What a shoe. Dave, are you still with us or are you no longer speaking to me? No, I'm here. I'm just disappointed <laughs> in you, Pat. <laughs> He's not mad. He's disappointed. I that's am. Payback. That's payback for my symbiote. So just to talk. <laughs> oh, my God. Dave, I'm sorry. I thought Patrick was going to vote the other way. Otherwise, I would have given it to you. Switch your vote then. Now nah, it's too late. <laughs> too late now. The people have spoken, and Dr. Doom has been redeemed ineligible. So move to your next Take- choice, sir. Damn it. Oh, well, since I got got two picks, though, I know, I know. Um, Let's do in that case, let's do Deathstroke number two. Nice pick. Oh, nice pick. I had him. I think next. I think that was coming either way after that one. Now I got to figure out who to uh, looking at this. stuff. looks pretty obvious to me. I like the frozen screen of just Dave's smiling face right now. (laughs) Uh, I don't even have that. 
Just Dave, Dave's Dave's call so mad at me. I don't even have his frozen face. I've got like bars or something across the way. Like, <laughs> no, that's all right. You're you're okay, Pat. We're still we're still okay. I'm just. I hope everyone s- has enjoyed the series finale of Bandwagon. Right. Here on it ends suddenly <laughs> without warning. Dave, you can pull up PC Tony, get pissed off, and quit for like three weeks. You'll be able to come back. Trust me. Yeah. Every time. Uh, you know what? Let's let's see. What do we got? We got. Yeah, too, I'm too DC-centric. Give me Red Skull. I'll take him. There it is. So That's what Brandon and I were him? laughing at. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a meeting, uh, like, a, like a, a war meeting with Max. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't take a Nazi <laughs> and my first pick. <laughs> was it a, like, right. I don't even need to finish that statement. Like, <laughs> Are you saying that there might be a problem with uh, with Magneto's heritage? A there may a be a conflict of interest. <laughs> I, could, I, I don't. I, I guess maybe, perhaps you know. Excellent. So Platt, pick, by the way, it was a good. It is a good pick. The Red Skull is a good pick. Christopher Platt, back to you, my friend, for your number three. Uh, I guess I'm going to try to mix some brains in with my bronze. So my third round pick is going to be Bane. God damn it. <laughs> well, but and brawn as well. Brains and brawn. Like that is I, a, I, I literally just said that Odin Kirk. No, wait, you took the Bane, you took the Bane from Batman and Robin, right? That version of Bane, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. If I took Bane, would Black you draft Bane. Uma Thurman? And why wouldn't Platt, I draft Uba Thurman? Just, 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 to, like just to explain. For me, Christopher Platt. Just to explain why I said what I said, because your previous pick, when you picked Homelander, you talked about adding Braun to your team. And then you said to pick brains along with my Braun, Bane, I thought you were complimenting Homelander. Huge novel. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, next up. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is PC Tutty with his third round pick. That's what's next up. I will take Superwoman. <laughs> Full crime syndicate, aren't you? Shut the fuck up, Dave. Ow, man. Ow, man's next. Yeah. <laughs> That's fire. This Johnny. draft is going to end a lot of friendships. I can already see this, man. Like, you're going to be in them fighting words today. Stop be telling NWO. everybody what I'm doing, Dave. It's about to I be have two NWO, plans. Black and white versus red and black in this Mellon Farmer. He, right, his, that, he got me back there though because i i fucked around on accident and got his pick voted down i should have voted the other way i'm sorry <laughs> it's all right Tony. Ray cash it, is, yes, it is on to you my friend i am uh a lot of us have picked people who we could argue is the smartest man in the universe but i'm picking the real smartest man in the universe because he was one of the first men on the universe in the universe in general i'm picking vandal savage good call good pick Solid pick. Thanks, sir. All right. And that brings it to me. So I've got my meta genius with the reverse flash. I've got the I'm man challenging the whoever you pick, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, you can, but uh, I'd like I don't think cha- I'd like to challenge Thawn, by the way. Uh, you can, but you can't. Um, too late. I'm going to pick an infiltrator. I'm going to pick a spy. I'm going to pick a conniving mutant who's also one of, in my opinion, the more compelling mutants in the x-men universe i go with mystique mm, god damn it mother of nightcrawler and rogue god damn it and rogue the abusive mother of rogue 
the great very movie. much so very much so hey mommy dears all right asap your third round pick and then we take our second commercial break all right uh, i'm going to take someone that has immense power uh across the globe and mainly been helped through his 10 rings give me the mandarin great mm, that's pick. a good that's a good the, one. the Mandarin may be the most underrated villain of all time because he hasn't been shown on screen the way he was in the comics. I right. had him number 18 on my big board, by the way. If if we would if we would have ever seen the version of the man and no no respect to Win Wu from Shang-Chi, but if we would see the actual Mandarin from the comics on someone's screen, we'd be talking about him like we talk about these other top level villains. But he's forgotten about because we didn't get that. Where's and my, that's a shame. Where's my challenge flag? Ten rings, man. Cosmic base. Cos- it's got it, man. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you can make it the all argument right. for half this shit that it's the wrong way, but that's all that's right. right. Oh, well. You know what? He, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, and on your not wrongness, we're going to go into our first commercial break. Or our second commercial break. Our second commercial break. Silly me. Uh, before we go to over to our recorded commercials, I do want to take this time to remind everybody that if you enjoy friendships ending on bandwagon nerds, if you enjoy rest talk every day of the week, if you enjoy what we do on the chair shot radio network, then head over to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot and invest in one of our many, many shirt designs. We have all kinds of designs to choose from everything from chair shot radio logos to a bandwagon nerds shirt that's right. You can rep our brand to anything and everything in between uh, from this wacky, wacky bunch of dudes that come and give you excellent, excellent content on the Chairshot Radio Network. Shirts run at $19.99, but if you're feeling fancy, you want to spend a few dollars more, get it soft style. It'll feel nice on your giblets. It, uh, it's an excellent, excellent thing to do. We can't do this without the support of our listeners. And the best way that you can support us is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in us. Thank you, everyone. When we come back, we will wrap up the back end of the Earthbound Villain Draft. You are listening to Bandwagon Nerds on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right. Welcome back, everyone. David Ungar has uh, has crawled off of the bitter bus. Or are you still on the bitter bus? Still, no, man, still I think the title of this episode is The Mega Powers I'm Explode. I'm still on the bitter bus. The Mega Powers Parker. Explode. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> well, you're just on the bitter bus because I snaked your second round pick. You thought the reverse flash was going to get back to you. You didn't think anybody was going to touch him. Your arrogance hurt you sir that's all that's all yeah, yeah you, can, you can do that that's fine you know you had your chance you went with lex luther i, I will say which was the right uh, call, what i can't tell you i i yeah right i mean he would if you had not picked lex luther i would have picked lex luther but i think ray would have picked lex, lex luther before i could have picked lex luther so indeed one way or the other i was getting reverse flash anyway all of that is to say that asop has three picks in the bank and he gets to kick off the fourth round after the Mandarin. Who are you going with now? Well, PC likes to do uh, multiversal villains. And I think I'm going to keep going with that. And I'm going to take one that's definitely better, bigger, more powerful than his next pick, which will be Owlman. Give me the mix of Bruce Wayne and the Joker, the Batman who laughs. Come on, stop. Really? That's where we're going? Doom, 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 doom. Oh, are we are we contesting this pick? Don't contest it, you guys. Because no, I'm, not, you're I'm not, not contesting. You're not, I'm, you're not, no, you're I'm like, not. I'm not contesting. This, this, this is a horrible pick, be considering how, yeah. it, <laughs> how you how no, because like if we're sitting here talking about it, it's a great pick. It's a really cool pick for this draft, right? And I love it right. because I'm a big fan of that. But no one that's gonna know who the fuck that is when they fucking voting on this shit disagree because if you care about comics now that is probably the biggest character that's been made in comics in the past three four years well i know it's on fucking it's on uh fortnite too okay i, 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 like, I like the pick I'm okay. the i don't All think right. it's gonna win uh, i already have a win so i'm okay so your first two picks are really good uh, yeah sop and are good man y'all the losers oh, shut up, in this Chris. Farmer. shut up chris shut up <laughs> So I've got I've got I've got my spy. I've got my my scientist slash superpowered speedster. Uh, I do want an assassin. And my first for my first pick for an assassin has already been taken. I was going to go with Deathstroke. You took that away from me. So I am going to go Serves with the man right. who murdered. Ele- it does. But I'm going to go with the man who murdered Electra in one of the more famous comic book stories of all time. From Daredevil, I'm going to pick Bullseye. Colin Farrell. Okay, gotcha. Not <laughs> <Stop> that. <laughs> I was going to try pick... to steal him. Yeah, I mean, and Mystique's, Mystique's kind of an assassin as well, a little bit. So she is. Yeah, I look at she is, but she's also a pretty big manipulator. I love I love her as a manipulator amongst other, causing discord, sowing discord amongst hero groups. All right, Ray Cash, it is to you. Mr. O'Dowd, it is uh, 
actually very funny and ironic to me that you picked a man with uh, 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 an affinity for sharp things. Sop is going to love this. I'm stepping away from DC and Marvel, and I'm going, well, technically it's still DC. No, no. I'm going. No, no. With the Shredder. Fuck you. God, this is fucking Hey, Ray, Ray, Ray I thought I could get him next round. I thought I could get him Damn. next round. I, I knew I had to get him right there, or else he'd be gone. Son of a I thought I'd be able to get him at the end of the draft. I'm not going to lie to you. That's going to be like sixth round. You know what I mean? I didn't get it. Uh, I like finding the gym. Nice pick, Ray. Thank you, sir. Look at you guys. I love this. God this has been it. so much more fun. Uh, you know, Cosmic Cosmic Villains, everybody was like, oh, good choice. Good choice. This has been a lot more like, fuck yous. Fuck yous. I didn't know I was God, showing up hero gas, and I couldn't pick my partners today. <laughs> Well, uh, the, that means you would partner with everyone, really. So, so Tony, who since you can't pick the shredder, who is next on your list? All right, it's your turn. It's your pick. I'm going. I'm going back. I'm going to the Flash universe, and I, I'm I'm going to take this villain who I think is is. But this this is a really good bad though. I mean, mind control. Uh, infinite strength and stamina. I'm going Gorilla Grodd. He was uh, he was amongst my next choices, so I uh, I think you're on the right track that time. Well done, sir. Thank you. He's no Reverse Flash, though. But, you know, I mean, if you are. I understand. Could have taken Zoom. Could have taken Zoom. No, no, you can't. No, you can't because he didn't take Reverse Flash. He took Eobardthon, and Eobardthon was both of them. So you cannot take Zoom. And if we fucking vote on that, it's going to get voted the fuck down. Damn. Damn. I know what my uh, fifth round pick is. How about this? You took it away from me. Like, there's, there's already two no's. There's already two no's. Me and Patrick will say no. Yeah, I know yeah, Dave, I'll say no to that. I know Dave agrees because he took Thawne and not Reverse Flash. <laughs> so Christopher Platt. I'm whole having fun, too much fun. Under protest, I'll tell you right now. So but my you next pick. Time. <laughs> That's hilarious. So my next pick here, and shout out to us having six people and not seven because there is the possibility for ties if we had a seventh person. So there's that. But my next pick, man, is one of the, I feel like one of the more underrated and most powerful villains in her universe. Not just because of her mutant powers, but also because of the way that she's able to use her sexuality against other melon farmers as well. Plus, we needed some some women on this side also. So I'm going with Emma Frost. Like, damn is it, she a villain though? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She, yeah. she, she, yeah. she, she, she was, you know. She yeah. was. I, I would say so her start in the Hellfire Club. Sure. Sure. So much. I don't know if I feel about. Well, let's, talk, let's have this conversation first. So much of her, of what she's known for, in the majority of what she's known for, she is an X Men. I mean, but I, I, I don't know. Like, Ace Mitchell says it best. I hate a good redemption arc. Like, what? Just kidding. Um, worse, she's I don't a know, tweener. I, I, she's a tweener at yeah. worst. I instinct, like, I instinctively go villain when I think of Emma Frost. Oddly enough, and that like is what? in spite of her like prominent role in the X Men, like. She and Scott, she and Scott Summers, like fuck like rabbits for like ever. Like it's exactly that's a real thing. Like I get I you, look at, but I look at her. As Scott a, Summers is also kind of a dick too. So I, I, I guess there's that. So I understand the villain, the villain aspect, but I, I do look at her as a hero first and foremost. 
All right, so take it to let's take it to the floor then. I'm not gonna be a hater. If everybody floor. else cool with it, I'm cool with it. But I don't. She's not a villain to me. Yeah, let's take it well, to the that's, that's why we. That's, that's Ray, why we have Ray, that means, Ray. That means you voted no. We right. didn't vote yet. Are we voting? You just yes, did. We're voting. Started. Take it to the you floor. Yeah, you literally just voted, sir. Yeah. Take it to the floor. Thank, thank you, Chris. Love you, Ray. All right. Shut so, up, Tuddy. You try to fuck Ray me voted up. No. I know. <laughs> you too. I I already made I already made my statement, so I will I will say that based on what I said, I I'm running with yes. So it's a yes for me, a no from Ray. Uh, Aesop. Yes. It is a yes from Aesop. DC Tunny. Yeah, no. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Create some drama. <laughs> Create some drama. Why, 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 why did you not see that coming, Pat? Or did you see that coming? Because it's good. So, so Platt, Platt, the better, the be- fucking P- I'm not here for you. I'm not here for Patrick. I'm here for the radio network, and this is good podcasting. But I think the better question is, how did you know I wasn't going to do that? Of course I was going to pick PC Tunney to go. Of course I was going to make oh. Dave make the decision. Oh, Dave. Man. You hold Emma Frost's fate in the balance. Well, Hero or villain? Considering she was hey, going to be I, my very next pick, I'm going to have to allow this one because that was who I was going to pick <laughs> with the very next no, no, one. No, say no. Say no now. Then I can't pick <laughs> her. Then, yeah, I'll pick, pick her and then, then vote we'll again. Yeah, sure. Just really fuck everything up. <laughs> hey, stop. I think if it was either me or you, Dave's voting no. That's no, fair. That's not true. She was well, on my list. I can't PC. remove her from my list. She list. was gonna. She was gonna be on there. She's. She's I mean, like I said was... to Ray, a tweener at best. Yeah, at, but this, this was similar to the the Doctor Doom controversy. I had Doctor Doom number six on my big board, so I couldn't vote against Dave with Doctor yeah. Doom, but I had him that eye. Fair enough. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of Dave, yeah. Dave, you lost your next pick. I so did. Who are you going with now? I did. Um. <laughs> so. There's a lot of brains on this team, not enough brawn. With that being said, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick Abomination. Ooh. Okay. And then Excellent. Added, Thug, muscle. Yeah, adding a thick. lot of brawn. And then, you know, <laughs> somebody, to, you know, I, I, there's so many. Oh, this is this gets a little bit difficult here, but I don't need enough. I've got enough crazy on the team with the Joker and Red Skull to last me a lifetime. You know what I want to do? I'm going to go a little outside the box here. I'm going to pick Ozymandias from Watchmen. Not bad. Mm. Not That's bad. A good one. That's a good one. He's Man on my chair, big huh? board. Not not high, but he was on my big board. All right. The man manipulated a god. The most po- raised big you know anchor of his team. The most powerful villain that he had in the Cosme. Manipulated him. Facts. All facts. Platt. It is to you and your fifth round pick. Chris is the Ooh. guy at the Chris is the guy at the fantasy football draft who never knows when he is turned to pick. You know, he's just like, oh, it's my oh, it's my turn to pick. I didn't know. Yeah, it's been, draft the, it's, been the, it's been the same for the last two and a half hours, dude. You follow that guy. What's funny is I swear to God, last pick I was about to ask Patrick, hey, where do I go again? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, that was Chris. That was very kind of you to me. Thank you. Hey, man, that was a shoot, brother. So, okay, so we got a little bit of brains. We got a whole lot of brawn. You know what? I'm gonna need. Uh, I, I need. I have a consigliere in real life, which is Mr. Ungar. I probably need a consigliere on my squad as well. So I am going to go with former Gotham prosecutor Harvey Dent. 
aka Two Face. Because I'm sure we're going to get jammed up legally in some particular point in time. It'd be nice to have a lawyer on your goddamn squad. They come in handy every once in a while. I you know, think so. You, realize that, you do realize that every decision he makes comes at the flip of a coin. Hey, man, if you get jammed up, don't mention my hold name. On, hold on, Pat. That's all I care you about. No, that's how we do <laughs> That's how we do things in the real world. We just flip the coin and decide shit. Pop it, pop, pop. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just putting it out there. You see, Tony, your number five. I got the brains. I, I always I, feel like I fucked up because when nobody says, oh, that was a good pick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good pick. Shut up, Pat. <laughs> Don't patronize me, sir. Too late. I, I, I have the overseer of the whole operation with, with brains and money and power. I, I have lots of power. I have mind control, but I need a little mystique, a little a little mystery. How in, did you have to And uh, I'm going to go with Dracula. Okay. Okay. Uh, Outside the box. The box. Should have gone Morbius, man. You really should have. Yeah. The Aesop is taking Morbius. We already that's already been on the Twitter. I have much more of a bullshit pick for my last one. Don't worry. Of course you do. Ray Cash, it is to your tenth ultimate pick. What do you got, my friend? What is it? So, grit? Is it who? No, I'm talking with Aesop. Go ahead. Oh. So I have three uh like legendary leaders, and I got like a human computer. I need a goon. And as the great modern philosopher Dwayne Michael Carter II once said, Claude Lemieux? Go into a goblin. No. Take Claude Lemieux. He's taking Claude Lemieux, guys. <laughs> no, I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> really? And I get no pop from Patrick and Dave. Fuck you guys. Yeah, Go. I, figured, yeah, I know I, Mario. I figured, yeah, I figured Patrick and <laughs> I know Dave Mario. Yeah. Um, is, that, is that Mario Cousin or something? I don't know. Um... From the DC universe and from the from the depths, I'm going with Black Manta. You got Deathstroke and you got Bane. Hey, Black Manta can go with the best of them, dog. I got I got to tell you, I, I low key loved his character portrayal um, in the Aquaman movie. I thought it was better. Like it deserved more time than it got. Oh yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, he's an amazing. I mean, he's guy. coming. He's coming back. I know he's coming back, but still. All right, everybody's talking about drafting some muscle. I, too, want to draft some muscle. My problem is, is which DC muscle do I want to draft? Um, and maybe this is recency bias based on portrayal in film and on television, but I'm going to go with another character that has made appearances on The Flash, has made appearances in the Suicide Squad most recent movie and plays a very prominent and popular role in the Harley Quinn television show on HBO Max. I'm going with King Shark. As which which iteration? Favorite. I hope you, you want to run, run you go slide. Would you, you like a double slide? You got to yeah, go no, slide, man. I'm pretty sure Patrick... No, no, no. He wants the WB series version of that character, I would imagine. You can go, you can go Samoa Joe from the video game. Summer Joe. Oh, that's right. He was he was the voice of King Shark in the video. I I do not like the Sylvester Stallone. I actually do kind of like the Funches uh, one from. Uh, I love uh, Ron Funches. Funches is fantastic. From, from Harley Quinn, Funches it's hilarious. It's a weird dude. I know you know he has a lady and a baby, but are we sure he likes? Never mind. Go ahead, man. What you picking? 
I, I picked King Shark, and it's time for uh, Aesop to make this less this awkward. Is all right. Yeah, well, uh, I have one more pick, one pick before it gets awkward again. So don't worry. Uh, <laughs> so my my, uh, my number five pick, though, uh, I'm going to take a supercomputer. And uh, you are, aren't you? I'm going to take yeah. Master Mold. Oh, okay. I, oh, I thought, I thought you were joking Sentinels. about. I thought you were joking. You kept saying Modoc. I thought you was like, oh, Modoc time. No, I like I like Master Mold better. The the Sentinel operating force. I think that's going to be. Does that rad. does that also give Does that also give you Nimrod? I I would I would think so. No, it doesn't. Do. But, you know, that's a, that's a specific character. Great pick, by the way. I also had Master Mold. It was either he was not possibly my number six. Great pick. And for my last pick. Then I need to go uh, with someone a little bit different. Uh, I, I still think I'm going to take it outside the box a little bit um, uh, for a, a, a regular pick, rather. But I will take Thunderbolt Ross then. Oh, okay. You should have took Thunderbolt Patterson. <laughs> well, Thunder, Thunderbolt Patterson didn't turn into the Red Hulk. So, but it, I, yeah, I guess. Well done. And this isn't a wrestling show. so Take Pat Patterson right. while you're I, at it. Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross slash the Red Hulk was one of my uh, one of my considerations for for muscle, but I was trying to get a little less a uh, little less Marvel heavy. Um, but my last pick is going to be outside of Marvel and DC, and is you, you talk about getting a little weird. Um, this is a this is a an ace in the hole that the king. You know, we're not going to ask how the kingpin came to know this guy, and he's only going to be pulled out. And used in, in in kind of the the worst of the worst machinations that he can come up with, as he heads over uh, and picks up Judge Death from the Judge Dread series, which nobody's going to care about except for me. He is the leader of the Dark Judges, a sinister group of undead law enforcers who come from a dimension known as Dead World, where all life has been declared. A crime. Judge Death is my pick. Okay. So uh, there you go, Platt. See, no good picks. No, no, no encouragement out of that one. We're, we're just like we, we all got our similarities. <laughs> Again, I, I feel patronized. Just wondering who's still left in the crime I, syndicate for Tony to pick. I, anyway, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even be encouraging without you getting all mad, man. Why you gotta get heated? No, because you're a dick, man. That's why. How you're not being dick? encouraging. You're being a dick, sir. You know what? At least How are you a dick? Okay. You really go go ask Mrs. O'Dowd, okay, that question. Well, and see what answer you question. get, sir. <laughs> All right. Ray Cash. Yes. It's to you. So I saved this uh person for last. Because number one, I knew nobody would think of this person. Also, I wanted to get my DC Marvel out the way, so I'm going once again outside of the world of Marvel and DC, and most of us would consider, I would imagine, Game of Thrones as the pentomet show of the generation. Number two was a little show called The Walking Dead. I had him. And I'm gonna go with that eye-patched motherfucker, the governor. That's the- I had that on my list, Ray. I've got a Hello, different uh, guy on uh, my list, but good call, Ray. Yeah, I did too. You haven't even watched The Walking Dead, Tony. Head and shoulders, knee and toes, knee and toes. What? Oh, hey. Is that your By pick? the way, 
I would have picked no, Negan. It's not my I would have picked Negan over the governor, but again, much like Emma Frost, even though he did the most dastardly shit, he has redeemed himself massively. The so, governor's a bigger villain, anyways, man. Yeah, he's well, the he's the beginning. He's the one that started it. Yeah. I'm gonna just make this pick to go ahead and try and win this whole thing right here. Oh dear. I'm taking the Cobra Commander. Oh, okay. That's a good one. He doesn't I mean, play well with others, and he's an inept leader. But hey, man, do you think? I would have took Destro. If you was gonna go, Joe, you should probably should have went Destro. Yeah, you probably would have had to do that in the second round when Dave took him, though, Platt. But you're off anyway, <laughs> buddy. Go for it. Dave nice Destro. Destro. Thanks for showing up. To, thanks for showing up to pickleball. It was actually tennis, and I won. Wait. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you're you're about to yeah you're about to go red like a cherry tomato here, please, well, Patrick. On. Please, I, I'm actually Explain. I'm actually thoroughly control. I I, I'm actually Dave. Did you pick Destro or did you pick Deathstroke? Deathstroke. Yes. Yeah, Deathstroke is still on the, the board. You picked Deathstroke, the Terminator, Slade. Yeah, Slade Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Any incarnation yeah. you want, Arrowverse Slade Wilson, the did, real Slade Wilson, who did, whoever. And who did Chris pick? I, no, I didn't pick anything. I said if I was going to go in the G.I. Joe universe, I would have went with Destro as opposed to Cobra Commander. Yeah. Dude, I Illegal haven't, I haven't watched shit for G.I. Joe. There's no way I would have picked him. With number two, I would have told you but to nobody, slap me in the Chris, face with my own. Uh, Chris, anyway, Chris, nobody, <laughs> nobody knows who that is, though. So why yeah, would I nope, pick that? No, no, nobody oh, knows. Come who on. Is, seriously. So I, I know Destro. Come on. I know who Destro is. It is to you, though. It is to your final pick. Where are you wrapping up your draft? I need a goon as well, gentlemen. And, I mean, since I have Bizarro, Superman, and Homelander, it could be argued that I have Bizarro, Professor Xavier, and Emma Frost. My goon is the goon of all goons. He's also Bizarro Wolverine. And depending on what you think, Maybe his brother, maybe not. I don't think it's ever fully been established, but I'm going Saber Tooth. They are brothers, by the way. Good call. They are. Because I, I don't, nice. yeah, because it, nice it, it's so, yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay. Well done. I had him on my list too. Hey, high Which five. It's, it's, it's been established that they were brothers because it's, it's kind of maybe, but not really, but maybe. Yeah. I think so, but it's never been fully. It, it really, it really got fully embraced in the in the Wolverine movie. Actually, oh, oh so we're really going what, with the movie canon as opposed. Well, to no, what, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying it got absorbed into comic canon really after that movie hit because they were definitely brothers in in the film. Because growing up, you know, we're, we're you know, other, other than Ray and and, and Sop, who's super baby. We, uh, you know, it was always implied that they were brothers, but it was never fully stated in the comic books. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. So it was, I, I it think was that, left kind of yeah, ambiguous. It's, it's ambiguous. It is definitely ambiguous. All right, gentlemen, we have come to Mr. Irrelevant in the Earthbound villain draft. And the man who gets to make that pick is the guy who started us off, the lawyer, David Ungar. Dave, who are you picking as our Mr. Irrelevant or Miss Irrelevant or they Irrelevant? I don't know. 
um, pronouns are, are important. It's got to be Doctor Doom, no. right? It's got to be Doctor Doom. Oh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here! No, no, Professor Zoom. Yeah, Professor, Professor Zoom. Zoom. No, I'll tell you this, man. I am. I'm really tempted to pick. This is not going to be my pick. I'm tempted to pick Craven because I really like him. I know Pat likes him, but I'm looking at my team and I'm like, there is no women on my team. And one just stands out like obvious choice with the Joker. Number one, they got to pick Harley Quinn with the last pick of the draft. We know they can, we know they can work together. Dave just won the vote. Dave just won the vote. (laughs) Yeah, he did. That's good bookend. Did you grab Harley Quinn at the end there, Dave? I don't know. I did, yes, did, I did. Think, did you think about picking Harley Quinn as your last pick? I mean, that that could really work for you. I thought about I thought, her, and I picked her as my last one. Yeah. Did you almost pull the trigger on her at any point earlier in the draft? Uh, no, not really. Because I thought you were going. You know, measles make you jumpy, and mumps will make you lumpy, and chicken pox will make you jump and twist. It was going to be either her or Amanda Waller with the last. Pick. I wanted a, I wanted an asshole female. My list. If I would have got stuck in a position where I couldn't got a leader, a really good one, straight off, I would have been looking to pick up Waller late in the draft. That, that's yeah. a good call, honestly. Right. All right, Waller so let's get into that then. So, like like we did last week, we you know we talked about notables that weren't drafted. So, if we were to do a free agency pool, here you know who are the undrafted free agents that you're surprised did or didn't get picked? Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Ray. Any any names out there that surprised you that didn't get drafted? Yes. So speaking of women that didn't get picked, Catwoman. But again, hero yep. villain. Yeah. Um, but um, Mr. Sinister surprised me. Yeah. Riddler. Yep. Riddler surprised me. And Which here's a, you it, get though, you know. I mean, yeah, you could that you could do the hush version of Riddler, or you can do. I'll take the I'll take the latest version. Actually, it seems yeah. like the most effective, right? <laughs> um, hell yeah. Um, but and this isn't a real pick. This is a joke. But this is probably the biggest uh, villain in the history of Marvel. It, you're nerd, so you'll get it. Hopefully, the people listening home will get it. Ike Perlmutter. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, well, well done. Okay. I can't see Dave's face, so I don't know if he got it. But I know Pat and I know yeah. Aesop got that, so I feel good. All I'll right. explain it to well, you all after the call. All right. Well, let's transition over to Aesop. Any notables that you uh, were surprised didn't get drafted? I-, I thought for sure you were taking Craven at some point in time. I thought your bias would have uh, sucked you into that. Uh, ah. Also, no Baron Zemo. No Sebastian yeah, I thought about uh, Shaw. I think both That's of those good. two are strong candidates uh, to have been p- picked. Uh, Stop. By the way, when whoever who picked Emma Frost was it Dave? I I, I wanted to say to you, Platt. I wanted to say to you, just pick Shaw. Right. Touche. No, those are those are both two very uh, yeah big but time notable Emma, names. Emma that has I, better name recognition though in value. Sure. Sure. Fair. Yeah. When 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 you hear Platt's talk of like consigularies and all that, and I can't ever pronounce that word, so I'm sorry that I butchered it. But Baron Zemo was one that I seriously considered to work alongside the Kingpin. Um, as part of as part of their team, and and the um, DC counterpart to uh, Kingpin too, Black Mask would have been a great choice. Yeah, well. okay. Black Mask would have been a good pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also, you know, speaking of names, with I have Madam Mask was a name that I considered had on my list. Um, as, I wouldn't as put her that high. Consider with, with the other people we got on here, I wouldn't put her that high. I, I'm just saying, as as far as names that got left off, like considered <laughs> in a in a in a fourth, the Penguin. 
nobody uh nobody touched oswald cobblepot um out of there and then um it's funny platt talked about bizarro version of like how many different people and never once thought of saying bizarro as the pick it's that was i actually the way you kept saying i got bizarro this bizarro that bizarro that i thought your last pick was going to be bizarro i really actually he was actually number 37 on my big board believe it or not yeah. Dave, who, who else were you surprised was left off? Juggernaut. That's a that's a yeah. surprising Ooh. one that no one picked that's him. That's a big muscle guy, um, yeah. Captain Ooh. Cold. I'm surprised that Tony did not Captain take Captain Cold. Cold. Nah, but, he just got a gun, basically. That's what I'm saying. But Captain he's Cold brilliant. Heat he's take the brilliant, gun away. But he's better going Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, I have Lex Luthor and Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, I don't have you don't need much more brilliant. Um, yeah. We talked about yeah. Craven. We talked about Amanda Waller. Um, Scarecrow. You know, he... Scarecrow, yeah, very high on my list. Tony, what about nope. you? All right, I'm taking all the will, uh, names, names I had. I'll, I will name, uh, name all the Flash villains: Mirror Master. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's on the list. Shut up! You're fucking spoiler Flash. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save the commentary and read down the names: um, Killer Croc, Poison Ivy, uh, Killer Frost, uh, Prowler, Bucky Barnes. Trickster, Mr. Freeze, Mirror Master, Sandman, uh, someone that I was going to draft maybe if some of the people that weren't available, and I almost did it sixth, and I wonder if it would have been allowed. Mandalore the Ultimate. <laughs> good, good, good call great, not drafting that there. Great job, team. A <laughs> little too cosmic, a little too too many realms. Yeah, yeah something very, like that, yeah. Very, very powerful. Indeed. But did I get to you? Did you oh, have any God, Ray, no. shut up. Not yet. Not, not yet. And y'all name most of the melon farmers I were going to name. I was going to name rather, but um, Eric Killmonger. I'm, I'm surprised Ooh, he didn't oh, get yeah. mentioned. Ooh, that's a real Be, Especially considering, you know, it's kind of relevant now in the, the pop culture universe. Vulture um, too, then, while we're talking about it. Vulture oh, well, well, that was next. So thanks, Ray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was next. Um, uh, uh, Morbius. I know nobody liked the movie, but you know, still uh, Lizard. Um, who else do we have here? Because uh, uh, Electro. Because most of y'all named everybody else that I had that didn't get named. So there, 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 wasn't, a, there wasn't a whole lot left that I had. Yeah. Would J. Jo- would J. Jonah Jameson have counted? No, he's not a villain. He's just an asshole. Oh, I would have taken him. Ozymandias. I mean, he literally created... What has he done that hasn't done? Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He literally created the Scorpion. Like, in comic book canon, J. Jonah Jameson is the reason that the Scorpion exists. To try and Uh, defeat Spider-Man. Another Dark Horse pick that I had that I was surprised nobody named, and I had him at number 38 on my big board, was Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a Home, little late. Homelander's um, a better pick, though. I mean, that I, out of those two, yeah, you, yeah, you, you picked yeah. correctly, Chris. Yeah. Soldier Boy yeah. up in this hole. Oh. All right. Well, we, are head, we are heading towards the end of this show, but before we go, just like we did last week, or two weeks ago, for the Cosmic Villain draft, we're going to give everybody a minute on the clock to sell their, their villain team to the masses. And we will do this in reverse order. So we will start with Aesop Mitchell. You will sell your team. You are on the clock now. My team, 
doesn't just have power uh, as a single entity, but they also hold power over many others. Just look at that. I have uh, an entire leadership group, Batman Who Laughs, Mandarin, Master Mold, Thunderbolt Ross. I mean, come on, people. It's a pretty easy pick. All right, 30 seconds, solid work. Uh, That brings it to me and mine and i am on the clock right now uh i look at this as a very very strong and dangerous crime syndicate uh led by the kingpin a man who knows how to get what he wants uh and knows how to collect the minds and talents to achieve his goals and in that has the genius of the reverse flash on as we mentioned before the, the people to do the dirty work behind the scenes in a mystique and a bullseye, as well as the muscle of a king shark and an ace in the hole and a threat to scare any that gets in his path with Judge Death. That's my pitch to all of you and why I should win this group of death. Ray Cash, you have a minute, sir. So I learned my lesson from the last draft because I was voting, I was picking my team based on people I thought that were really powerful, but also that nerds would understand, and I lost the popular vote. So I've tried to rectify that by mixing both. I have two people on my team that literally can not die. Also happen to be the greatest leaders with respect to everybody else's team in the history of comics. Add to that, I have Ultron, who is can also probably cannot die, I have Black Manta, who's probably one of the biggest, best goons in any universe. And then I got the biggest big bad from the best non-major Marvel DC entity in the Turtles, Shredder. And I got the governor, the guy that basically is more scary than zombies and Walking Dead. I think I'm well-rounded. I think I got the best squad. Oh, closest we've gotten so far, just under the minute. PC Tunney, it is your turn. One minute to pitch your team to the masses. Go. Well, you know, like Ray said, you have to deal a little bit more in the popular realm of things. Lex Luthor, who's more popular than Superman and his greatest rival of all time? I mean, this is just a mere man who puts Superman to the end of his means. Now, at the same time, I've given him evil Superman and evil Wonder Woman at the same time and a giant gorilla that can mind control people. Think about what Lex Luthor can do with that. In addition, I'm slithering and sliding and sleeping and creeping all at night when the sun is down. Dracula is up looking for you to drink that blood down. In addition, a guy for Lex Luthor to throw out there to control the troops. It's Cobra Commander. You all know who I'm talking about. This is the winning team. Lex Luthor, he's the leader. He's going to get it done. Hey, Ray, is this a time that we should tell Tunney that Lex Luthor actively worked against Ultraman and Spider-Woman to bring them down in the comics? Or Okay, sorry. No one's going to know that. Never no have one's the gonna authority. Know that. Dave, Dave, <laughs> you, like, we could sit 
Honestly, though, that's funny, though, because that's like the most obvious one out of everything. But we could sit here and punch holes in everybody, every single one of these people. It's like saying together. Hogan never oh, yeah. slammed Andre before WrestleMania three. It never well, happened. It's like Hogan never. It's like saying Hogan never slept with Elizabeth. OK, so let's just all get over it. Oh, my on. God. All right. So now that we're talking about wrestling on the comic book show again, let's turn it over to Christopher Platt and his one minute. Platt, one minute. Go. Number one, I love how everybody is now stealing my blueprint, i.e. playing the hits to get over. So I, again, am a trendsetter and innovator. But look at my squad here, man. I've got the leader of leaders, Magneto. He's a guy, number one, not only is he powerful because everything's made of fucking metal, but he has been able to galvanize people to his cause. I got Homelander, which is one of the most powerful melon farmers in this whole draft. You don't think that Magneto will be able to manipulate Homelander because all Homelander wants is acceptance and love. Right? 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 I got Bane, another guy. Brain and bronze. Highly intelligent. Highly capable. Broke Batman's back. Yeah, he's there. Emma Frost. Another one, man. One of the most powerful mutants ever. So not only is she a dual threat with her powers, but also the way that she can manipulate people through her sexuality and get you. Not only she's going to get a rise out of you from your mind, she's going to get a rise out of you with your libido. Sabretooth, I got my goon. Oh, somebody's and Harvey Toothface to get us all out of our shit because he knows the law. Your time has passed, sir. The jury will disregard the end of those comments from Mr. Platt. Kindly stricken from the record. Stricken stricken (laughs) from the record. Dave, as the lawyer, you get to lawyer up your team. Sell us on why your team should be the winning team. One minute. Well, you got the Joker, number one, which is predominantly going to be most people's number one pick. He's teaming up with Harley. We know what kind of damage that they can do. And that goes without saying Deathstroke, Red Skull, um, Ozymandias, lots of brains, lots of calculating, lots of cunning, lots of planning going on. And then they're just going to send Abomination in to just wreck fools and leave up to a certain point, unless Hulk stands there. But no, I think I've, I like the balance of my team. I like what they're what they're capable of. I like the way that they can think. They can plan together. They can plot together. Uh, no discernible weaknesses. Yes, lots of name recognition as well for the poll. But I just like the balance of my guys and girls. Excuse me. Excellent. Well done, gentlemen. Good draft had by all. Um, I, I, for what it's worth, I already know I'm not winning because I don't have the popular names. Like I own this, but my team feels cohesive. But you know, whatever. Um, it's cool. I have all those wild cards. I hope everybody's still friends after this draft. No hard feelings. Maybe, maybe Platt, you're just always mad at me. Yeah, because you're a fucking dick, and you try to act like you're not a dick, which is the worst kind of dick of all. Oh, okay. Don't hold Sorry, back. Well, why can't Don't we hold back, be friends? Why I can't, can't wait to have you back on the five by five. By the way, why can't <laughs> we be friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just used to me being an outright dick. I, uh, I, I, I can't help who I am. I, I, I'm, you know, more than a little condescending. I get that. It's because I'm smarter than you, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you were so much smarter than me, you would have chosen a better haircut, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's called the white Midwesterner. 
That's what it's called. Yep. We all have it. No, you, you, they actually, it's it's like in fifth grade when you show up to gym class, you can choose between this or crew cut or just, you know, <laughs> let it all go. That's all That's all we got in, in middle of nowhere, Illinois. Uh, I think this is as good a place as any to wrap up this show. Thank you, everyone, for listening through all the, the great moments, the arguments, the fights. We will be back next week. I don't think we're going to be canceled. I think Dave and I will I'll find a way to reconcile, patch up, our, uh, patch up our relationship. Before we head out of here, though, let's do a quick once around. We'll go counterclockwise um, this week, according to my Skype board, and that means we will start with the Reverend Ray Cash. Tell everybody where they can find you on the Chair Shot Radio Network and in the social medias. Oh, you can find me everywhere, baby. You can find me at Phenomenal AJB. Nicely done. Thank you. Mr. PC Tunney, you're next. This has got Nicely a big done. frozen, <laughs> frozen <laughs> grin on right. his face. It's Miss, awesome. Mr. David Ungar. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at AttitudeAg. That is at AttitudeAgg and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And remember, send your hate tweets to uh, at Wrestling Realist if you think Dr. Doom should have been allowed in this damn thing. That's that's uh, wrestling without the eye. Right. That's right. Well, let, they're going to they're gonna get clarify. it spelled out for them in a second. By the way, this is the best PC Tony's ever sounded on this program right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, play the applause stuff. music. Play the applause music. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Thank you, PC Tunny. <laughs> PC Tunny, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. Saturday Night. All right. All right. <laughs> That's true. All right. Voice of Chair Shot Wrestling, Mr. Christopher Platt. Hey, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. Thank y'all for letting me come on. And seriously, man, Bandwagon Nerds is one of the best podcasts out there, bar none. I will put this podcast up with any of them. So come back next week and tell a friend to tell a friend and bring them as well. Because y'all need to be hearing this. This is an excellent show. So, again, and thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm very humbled. And anytime you guys invite me on, I'm humbled. So, thank you. Seriously. And Mr. Asop Mitchell. You can find PC Tunney uh, jumping back into uh, any one of our Skype conversations. So, yeah, he will can talk about himself then. But if you want, find me uh, doing my podcast, Down the Wire, with my brother Tom. You can also find me on Twitter. Uh, at Violent Aesop and at David Cunney. All right, he's back on the Skype call at PC Tunney. Yeah, you can find me at P- yeah, yeah, you can find me at PC Tunney. Uh, Chairshot Radio Network, all of your favorite streaming platforms, and the Chairshot.com. Always use your head. And you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. Be sure to follow. Bandwagon Nerds on Twitter as well, at Bandwagon Nerds. That is where the polls will go for these villain draft teams, where I will inevitably lose the popular vote and be out in the first round as I was last time. Hey, Pat, are we going to do the same like me, Platt, and Tunny, and you, Ray, and Aesop? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Split it right in half so that Aesop can beat me again. As (laughs) it is, yeah, I'm already owning it. Um, though Ray's got a strong case as well, so I think Platt, be, you don't a, stand a chance. Two horse race. Platt, Platt, it's me or Dave in this one. I'm telling you right now, Platt, you're coming in last. It's Fuck simply out of the here. First, no, the first picks are going to run this side. I'm telling you right now. Dave right. is probably well, going to win because he's got the bookends of Joker and Harley Quinn. I mean, it was there's planned. a lot out there. You think I planned it, right? It, it was. It was all part of a plan. 
I'm going to wrap up the show now uh, and say goodbye to everybody. You can catch me on the Chair Shot Radio Network every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday right here on Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesday with Dave Ungar doing Chair Shop Radio. We're currently in the midst of musical chairs such as it is. Uh, and then on Wednesdays, you can catch me with Greg DeMarco and Miranda Morales talking some wrestling on the Greg DeMarco Show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Now get yourself out of the basement, get some sun, and vote them up as we have just finished our second villain draft, the Earthbound Villains. You've been listening to Bandwagon Nerds on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated. Some men just want to watch the world burn. If you want order in Gotham, Batman must take off his mask and turn himself in. Oh, criminals in this town used to believe in things. Honor. Respect. Look at you. What do you believe in, huh? What do you believe in? I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you... Stranger. You want to know my powers? Know who I am. See what I can do. I'll show you. Hello, old friend. I tried your way, Charles. I tried to be like them. But it always ends the same way. Think of the person you love most in your life. Your wife. Mother. Daughter. Everything away from me. Oh, my baby. Now, we'll take everything from them. You diseased maniac. Do you really think you could hide it from me by encasing it in lead? I'll mold this box into your prison bars. Don't touch that. I told you. That's kryptonite, Superman. Little souvenir from the old hometown. I've spared no expense to make you feel right at home. You were great in your day, Superman. But it just stands to reason. When it came time to cash in your chips, 
this whole world. Diseased maniac would be your banker. Your old puppets. Tangled in strings. Strings. There are no strings on me. Wilson Fisk, Matthew Murdoch. Oh, yes, the attorney. I've heard about all your work in Hell's Kitchen. Oh. I'm aware of yours as well. Mr. Murdoch is thinking of purchasing some art. He was looking for some advice from a man of taste. Well, that's simple. Buy whatever the lady tells you. <laughs> Thank you. Although we probably shouldn't be talking, I believe, we're on opposite sides of a Tennessee case. Oh, you are? Yes. Hmm. The rental properties I recently acquired from Mr. Tolley. But I'm sure that will be settled to everyone's benefit. The city has suffered long enough under the burden of poverty and decay. I believe we have opportunities now. It's... Wilson, Mr. Murdoch is a customer, not a donor. So I apologize for the hard sell. The city and its future. Seeing Hell's Kitchen to its fullest potential is very important to me. I feel the same way. Vanessa, thank you so much for your time. Have you changed your mind about what you came for? No, no, I would just need to consider the cost. Mr. Fisk. Somebody there? Somebody. Who said that? Don't play the innocent with me. You've known all along. Where are you? Follow the cold shiver running down your spine. Here. I don't understand. Did you think it was coincidence? So many good things all happening for you, all for you, Norman. What do you want? To say what you won't, to do what you can't, to remove those your way. The board members. You killed them. We killed them. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.